Welcome to the drdavidmarlin.com Stable Science Podcast. I'm Dr. David Marlin, and along with a great team of experts, I'm helping horse owners and riders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. In these podcasts, we will discuss science-led research, technology, information, and advice to help you care for your horses so they may live healthier, happier, and longer lives. To support the podcast and all our research and science for horses, go to our website, www.drdavidmarlin.com, and to learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi. In this podcast, I'm going to talk to you about respiratory disease, and particularly respiratory disease that starts in the spring. Uh, because many of you, if you're lucky, will have started to notice there's a few warmer days around. Temperatures are generally increasing a little bit. Um, and as I say, this change in the weather brings some problems. So why is the horse's respiratory system affected? Well, let's just start off with a, a, a few facts about the respiratory system. So the lungs themselves are actually the third largest organ in the body. Uh, in the horse's body anyway. Um, the number one largest organ is the skin. That's a great one if you're doing uh, an equine pub quiz. And what the lungs do, of course, we know the primary function is about bringing oxygen into the body. And the lungs, uh, the, the airways bring with breathing the air containing about 21% oxygen into the lungs, down into very fine capillaries that these are tiny blood vessels the walls of which are about a hundredth the thickness of a human hair and on one side we have air on the other side we have uh, the blood and the oxygen diffuses across it moves from the airways and is picked up by the red blood cells those are pumped around the body by the heart and they deliver oxygen to all cells in the body uh, with the exception, of course, of 
um, cells that are not living. So, for example, there are cells within uh, tendons that are not living and red blood cells, which are an exception in that red blood cells do not use oxygen. Uh, they use anaerobic metabolism. And the other side of what the lungs do is that they are the main route for elimination of carbon dioxide that is produced by cells when oxygen is metabolized. Now, during exercise, most of the oxygen coming into the body goes to the muscles. But the lungs have other important functions. And in fact, amazing number of functions, really. First of all, the lungs act as a filter for reducing blood clots or bubbles that end up in the in circulation. Uh, they're involved in processing of certain hormones. They protect against infection. They help control body acidity. Uh, a, a huge part of the immune system is based within the lung. And of course, uh, also important in controlling body temperature. So the lungs play a critical role in, in health. Um, they're not just about uh, oxygen uh, in and carbon dioxide out, what we call gas exchange. They do lots of other things. But unfortunately, because the lungs are effectively open to the outside, they are prone to being affected by a lot of different things. So, for example, the obvious ones, infectious agents, uh, viruses, uh, bacteria, uh, but then also allergens such as molds, pollens and dust mites, irritants, pollutants, uh, ozone, uh, nitrogen dioxide, cold air. These are all things that irritate the, the respiratory system. Uh, parasites, lungworms, and then we have other things as well. For example, EIPH, bleeding uh, within the lungs during exercise. But what we're going to focus on in this podcast are particularly allergens and irritants. So what does allergic or irritant respiratory disease do to the lungs? Well, in the short term, um, if your horse is exposed to high numbers of uh, irritants or allergens, then we get the release of increased numbers of inflammatory cells primarily neutrophils uh, and or cells called eosinophils. These are particular types of white blood cells. <clears throat> um, and we get often increased mucus. And this leads to cough and nasal discharge. And if that goes on for a few weeks, that may well resolve without any serious damage to the lungs. But if that goes on for a longer period of time, we can actually end up with uh, what we call remodeling of the airways. Um, the airways become thicker and the ability of the lungs to, uh, to, to function, particularly in respect of exercise, can be decreased. So you may have a loss of performance. And if we take lung biopsies, we can see that the lungs become thickened. They lose their normal um, structure. And so effectively, this is irreversible. And this is what happens in horses that develop equine asthma, um, what used to be called recurrent airway obstruction, uh, before that was called equine COPD or heaves.
but as well as causing inflammation, allergens and irritants can lead to infections. This is because when we have inflammation or irritation of the airways, the increased mucus production provides the perfect environment for what we would call pathogenic bacteria to multiply. And these bacteria are often there um, in any case, for example, Streptococcus uh, zoepidemicus. Um, this is a bacteria that's often present in the airways of many horses, but at fairly low amounts and isn't classed as an infection. But when we have increased mucus and slowing of clearance of that mucus, because that mucus is often what we call congested, it's thick, um, that allows the bacteria, or rather the bacteria kind of sense that change in the environment and they're able to multiply rapidly. And we go from having low numbers to very high numbers very, very quickly. And this then becomes an infection. Now, where do all these potential irritants and problems with air quality come from? Well, in the stable, we have dust, we have pollens, we have molds. And those come from forage. They come from hard feed. They come from bedding. And of course, the poorer the ventilation within our stables, the higher those uh, numbers of, of mould, pollen and, and dust spores may be. And also the horse itself, if the horse is going outside, your horse may well be bringing pollen, mould, etc. into its own stable. And of course, if you then brush your horse in the stable, um, that your horse, you're actually putting dust and, and mold and pollen into the air for your horse to breathe. Outside, of course, sometimes it's better, sometimes air quality is worse. There may well be more pollen mold outside. Uh, these can come from trees, they can come from plants, they can come uh, from grass. We also have uh, probably higher levels of pollutants such as ozone. Uh, sulfur dioxide nitrogen dioxide outside as well now another problem that you can often have with stable horses is the is uh, poor air quality coming from the muck heap so if your muck heap is too close if you can smell your muck heap in your horse's stable then it's too close to your horse so in the stable we've got mold spores we've got pollen we've got bacteria we've got dust mites we've got forage mites we'll have ammonia potentially uh, ammonia people tend to think this comes from the horse's urine it, indirectly yes but it actually comes from bacteria in the bedding and on the floor breaking down uh, urea which is in turn a breakdown product of, of urine uh, so protein that is excreted in the urine and they convert that into ammonia. If you can smell ammonia, it's already at a level that is going to irritate your horse's airways. And we also have just what we call dust, which is very fine particles of soil, uh, of, of, of wood, of anything. Now in the field, we've got mold spores again, we've got pollens again, we've got bacteria, dust, but now we've got ozones, we've got or even just one ozone uh, we've got nitrogen dioxide sulfur dioxide and things called pm10s 
These, for example, are things that come uh, from, from car engines, from exhaust, such as uh, diesel exhaust in particular. Now, if you want to find out more about pollution in your area, um, either generally on particular days, you can go to uh, a website called UK Air. It's a uh, department for the environment, food and rural affairs. And you can see what the air quality is in your area. So you can, uh, if your horse has uh, problems that you think may be changed by the air quality, you can see if the symptoms correlate with the actual reports. Now, in terms of pollution, for example, it's not necessarily uh, the same at all times of the day. So, for example, if we look at ozone, ozone tends to be lowest uh, between sort of four and six in the morning, um, or really eight in the morning till, uh, let's say, from 10 o'clock, eight o'clock the previous night till eight o'clock in, in the morning, it would tend to be low, but then uh, it rises throughout the day, tending to peak between sort of midday and around four in the afternoon. And we see the same sort of pattern typically for nitrogen dioxide as well. Um, and it, the same thing actually happens with pollen counts. Pollen counts tend to be lowest overnight and early in the morning. But as the sun comes up, the pollen tends to rise, peaking throughout the day. So if you've got a horse that does appear to be worse uh, during the day, from maybe say uh, 12 o'clock, 10 o'clock through to 4 or 5 o'clock, then it's probably re reacting to pollens, uh, molds, pollutants, and your horse may well be better off during the, uh, the day actually inside. Now, of course, many horses uh, are the opposite and they may be worse in the stable and better outside. Um, so, but if your horse is having uh, a problem uh, during the day, then of course, turning out overnight and bringing in during the day, particularly from say, Eight, ten in the eight, nine, ten in the morning until maybe five, six in the evening could really work well. Now, the other thing is, of course, you'll be familiar with is the pollen forecast. Um, and for, there is a site, uh, University of Worcester pollen forecast. Uh, you can just Google that, and you will find find that, and that will tell you. Uh, it's not just actually. The, the pollen forecast, it will tell you grass pollen counts, tree pollen counts, fungal spore levels, and weed pollen counts. And the interesting thing is that uh, if we just take pollens, for example, um, there are different times of the year when there are different pollens. So, for example, at the moment, we are in the peak period for pollen from alder trees. And we are at the peak time for hazel, peak time for yew, uh, peak time for elm, peak time for willow. Um, we're coming into the peak time for poplar, birch, ash, um, plane trees, um, oak is going to be a bit later. Peak time is going to be May. Pine is going to be peak time of May. Um, lime trees, peak time sort of June, July. 
the grass pollen time, of course, is June, July. Oilseed rape, it tends to be May, June. Uh, nettles, June, July. Docks, June, July. And uh, something called mugwort, Artemisia, is uh, very late July, August. So depending on when your horse is worse, you may be able to get a clue as to what's causing the problem. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, as I say, we can get uh, pollen forecasts from the University of Worcester site, and you can even get them for specific regions. Now, this is really useful because if we look at, for example... East Midlands versus East of England, we can see that at the moment um, the hazel uh, is, is would be fairly low in East Midlands, alder moderate, um, ash low. Actually, in East of England in, in March, often we see that it's very low for all of these. So there are regional differences as well. And again, moulds, same as pollens have different times of year that they are high for example aspergillus uh, penicillium species tend to be at their lowest in march um, they te- alternaria tend to be very low in march uh, basidia four spores tend to be low in march but pleospora lewa types are coming up to their peak in march they're sort of half their peak they'll peak around april and may so there are different things at different times of year and by having a knowledge of this you can perhaps understand what is affecting your horse now there's been a lot of interest over the years about oilseed rape uh, brassica napus the season for oilseed rape is typically march to july peak around april may but only around 4% of people with allergies are actually positive to oilseed rape. However, to the pollen, that is. But oilseed rape does release what are called VOCs, volatile organic compounds, and these actually can be irritant. Now, there was a study that was done uh, back in 1992 at the University of Edinburgh by Bruce McGorham and Paddy Dixon, uh, and it was the, the paper was called Preliminary Observations on Inhalation and Intradermal, that skin challenge of horses with oilseed rape. Um, 
The conclusion, intradermal testing with the commercial extract of oilseed rape pollen suggested that none of the horses were hypersensitive to this agent. So we don't have strong evidence uh, that horses are uh, sensitized to oilseed rape. Now, uh, there's another uh, more recent um, paper that was in 2020. Um, and in this, they found that uh, there was there was evidence of sensitization uh, of horses to oilseed rape pollen. But that was using uh, a combination of specific IgE, immunoglobulin E, and intradermal skin tests in horses that were uh, already uh, known to be allergic. So two slightly conflicting studies. What are horses with asthma actually most commonly sensitive to? Well, I was involved with some in some work um, back in around 2004 with uh, Luis Monreal from Spain, who had an interest in this area. And we looked at some uh, asthmatic horses. And this uh, research was presented at the World Equine, World Equine Airways Symposium in 2005. And what we found was that of this fairly large group of asthmatic horses, 56% were sensitive to grass pollens. 53% were sensitive to grain dust. Only 24% were sensitive to uh, forage mites or dust mites. And surprisingly, only 24% were sensitive to molds. And say so it was interesting. We, we suspected it was going to be much higher sensitization to molds. So grass pollen and grain dust are two things um, to try and eliminate. Now, obviously, grass pollen is tricky. Um, the only way really is to, uh, to, to not turn your horse out um, during the peak times of the day uh, when there is grass pollen. Uh, and you can, obviously, reduce the exposure to grain dust by damping down feeds, which would be something definitely recommended. Now, what other things do we know about what's going on in the airways? Well, there's quite a lot of work that my group at the Animal Health Trust did looking at vitamin C and equine asthma. We know that the levels within the airways of normal horses are uh, around probably 15, 20 times higher than horses suffering from equine asthma. And even when those uh, horses with asthma are not showing clinical signs. We would say they're in remission. Um, their levels are still about a third of that of normal, healthy, non-asthmatic horses. Um, we also know, though, that we can, with appropriate vitamin C and vitamin E supplementation, we can increase the levels of both of these in the, in the plasma and in the lung and that this can be beneficial in reducing inflammation or reducing uh, the impact of uh, inflammation in the lungs of horses with equine asthma. So 
I said earlier on about why we should not muck out uh, with our horses in the stables. Reason being is that if you um, muck out with your horse in the stable, uh, the dust levels go up incredibly high, incredibly quickly. Um, If you started at time zero, by around four minutes, you would have incredibly high accounts which would stay there for at least 15 minutes that would mean your horse is breathing uh, that higher level of dust for at least 15 minutes that's with good ventilation Um, if you've got a stable with poor ventilation then it could be that your horse has been exposed to high levels for perhaps 40 minutes after you've mucked out again grooming can create a huge amount of uh, dust you can there is pollen molds um, physical dust on your horse when you bring your horse in if you then brush your horse in the stable you're going to put that into the horse's environment for it to breathe in what about dust in forage um, hard feeds concentrates well Interestingly, rolled grains, which are great for digestion, um, are incredibly high in dust particles. Good hay, moderately high. Um, Interestingly, things like alfalfa pellets, haylage, whole grains, molasses feeds are all incredibly low, perhaps not surprisingly, in dust. What about dust embedding? Well, we've covered this um, in quite a lot of detail and it's worth having a look on the website to look at the review of 12 very popular beddings Um, some were absolutely awful uh, and some were very very good we are just about to test another 12 beddings in the imminently Um, we're just waiting for them to be delivered Um, so again we know that we can reduce the mold counts um, in our forages uh for example, soaking hay or steaming hay can dramatically reduce the uh, the amount of mould in uh, in hay. And again, we've covered this in, in some detail. Uh, we've reviewed this. We've looked at the different science. And we've got recommendations uh, on the website for how long you should soak uh, different types of hay. Um, and... We know that, unfortunately, soaking does tend to increase the number of uh, bacteria in hay. Uh, the, the warmer it is, the longer you soak for, the higher the numbers of bacteria. And, of course, this is where steaming hay comes into its own uh, because steaming will reduce uh, pretty much to zero the number of live bacteria and the respirable dust particles um, and the mould count. So, in summary, air quality starts to uh, worsen as the weather warms up. Um, This is due to a combination of factors such as pollution, um, pollen, mould, dust, particularly tree pollens at this time of year. Um, It's useful to keep a diary of your horse's symptoms to know time of year when your horse is worst time of day when your horse is worse and again remembering that there are 
different uh, levels of mould and pollution in different areas of the country at different times of the year. Uh, and it's worth having a look at some of those websites to see what is typical for your area. If your horse is badly affected, you should discuss with your vet um, and specific allergen testing using intradermal, that's skin prick testing, and desensitization therapy may be a really good option for you. If you're being offered ventipulmin only, I would push back on that um, because ventipulmin doesn't treat the cause. It only treats the symptoms. Ventipulmin is a short-acting bronchodilator. It helps the airways open, which is good, but it doesn't treat the underlying inflammation. Uh, and it is in people associated with an increased risk of severe asthmatic reaction um, because it changes the sensitivity of the receptors in the airways that control the size of the airways. Um, and, and the same happens in horses. So if you're being given uh, ventipulmin only for you know more than perhaps just one or two weeks, then that's something you perhaps should discuss with your vet again. So respiratory health is a function of both what's going on inside the stable and outside. Some horses may be better spending more time in than out at certain times of the year, and some fields may be worse than others, for example. If there are particular times of year and you've got particular trees and shrubs that are causing those problems, think about getting rid of them. Change fields. If you've got a horse, an older horse that's over really six years, those with equine asthma are likely to be worse affected. You can offer dietary support, high vitamin C, particularly with a scorbile monophosphate and natural vitamin E. Uh, in stables, of course, use low dust bedding. Remember that all companies tend to claim that their beddings are dust free. There's no such thing. Um, there are low dust beddings and there are some beddings that are absolutely awful, really, really terrible and probably put your horse at increased risk of developing equine asthma. Think about your forage, think about soaking or steaming, think about your ventilation. You want good ventilation. That's the one time when I'm happy for you to put an extra rug on and open all the windows. Brush your horses outside. Brush them before bringing them in. If they're in, take them out to brush them. Don't brush them in the stable. Um, don't muck out with your horse in the stable. Muck heaps. Make sure they are well away from your stables again if your horse is uh, affected outside make sure you limit the time outside during the day bring them in during the day turn them out at night and of course as always if you're in any doubt please consult your vet Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and the Stable Science series. If you want to learn more about this topic and our work, head over to the drdavidmarlin.com website. Our website and community of members discuss a wide breadth of topics and the website houses thousands of articles, webinars, videos and research, all designed to help horse owners, riders, trainers and breeders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. The drdavidmarlin.com site is an independent information resource for all equestrians, a source of unbiased, science-based research. To learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.